Welcome to Cybersecurity Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Kevin Green. Today we have industry experts with the insights and perspectives on the latest cybersecurity news that impacts your agency and organization. Today we have Matt Conda, Global Board Member at OWASP. Good day, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Kevin. Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm glad to have you on board to talk about AppSec USA 2016, which is going to be in D.C. That's yeah, pretty, pretty awesome venue, pretty awesome conference. I'm excited to talk to you about it. So what can attendees who, who will be attending this year, what can they expect? And the other thing I want to know is, what are some of the major themes for this year's conference? So as always, AppSec is prides itself on, on having awesome talks, so awesome, deep technical talks. Um, some of the major themes this year are IoT. Um, there's a whole track on Friday dedicated to DevOps and security. Project summits, developer summits, leaders summit. I think there's also some things carved out to to meet the intelligence community's needs, seeing that we're in D.C. Um, so that's exciting. Um, and you know, there's always hallway con at AppSec. So there are there are a lot of things going on. Something for everyone. Who are some of your keynote speakers this year? We um, managed to get Dan Gear. You know, who's sort of a luminary. Um, if you're not familiar with him. I'm not sure I can do justice in introduction, but he's obviously got a storied history in the intelligence community and in general with Usenix and others. We've got Joe Jarzenbeck, um, who's got experience with the Air Force and others. Matthew Green, who um, is a an applied cryptographer at Johns Hopkins, um, who um, has very active things to say about practical and journalist-facing um, cryptography um, in in the public space frequently, and then we've got rounding that out Sammy Comcar, who's I don't know if it's fair to say, but sort of the prodigal prodigy hacker turned sort of security expert, and you know with MySpace hack, Skyjack, and Evercookie um, to his name, things that are that are widely publicized, um, and excited to hear what they all have to say. Can you talk briefly about some of the training sessions that will be at this year's conference and what some of the attendees can learn from the training sessions? Right. So uh, during AppSec, Tuesday and Wednesday are dedicated to training and, and some other events. And there are um, six classes this year. Two of them are on IoT, exploiting control systems and assessing um, IoT systems. So those are a big focus this year. Um, there are two tracks around DevOps and security. They have to do with securing your build pipeline, um, running static analysis as part of your delivery process. Um, and then there's a track about mobile, um, looking at Android, and a track about secure Java. And, you know, all of these are um, historically very well received and attended and, um, you know, provide industry-leading training right in the conference venue prior to the to the conference talk days. And so it's a great opportunity to get access to application security training. There's a woman in AppSec initiative at the, at this year's AppSec USA. Can you talk a little bit about that and what that's about? Um, sure. So the Women in AppSec initiative, or some people sort of refer to it as WIA, is really around trying to break barriers of entry into the inform information security workforce. So um, 
there are a couple of different events that are taking place that are, are essentially run by the, the WIA organizers. Um, there's a networking event Wednesday at 5 p.m., which is a sort of the day before the conference starts. There's a mentoring luncheon Thursday. And then there's a planning meeting on Friday where folks that are interested in WIA will sort of map out the future and, and find new ways to help bring women into APSEC in particular. This is something that the board supports, the, the local organizers support, and but it's really being run by the folks that are that are foundational to WIA, which include Bev Corwin, Johanna Curiel, and um, Michelle Durant. So we're very thankful that they're helping us to learn to, to break down these barriers. What are the actual dates of AppSec USA this year? They're the 11th and 12th are the training days, which is Tuesday and Wednesday of October. And then the 13th and 14th, uh, Thursday and Friday, are the the days where there are speakers. Um, and there are several tracks of speakers. I think it's five tracks of speakers throughout the day, Thursday and Friday. Matt, I'm going to shift gears for a second. And I want to talk a little bit about OWASP mission and what you guys are doing in the AppSec space. Gartner uh, estimates by 2020, there will be close to 21 billion connected IoT devices. I want to know from you is, how is OWASP positioned to increase the visibility and evolution in the safety and security of this world's software? Because with all these devices, the software footprint is going to grow. And I want to know how OWASP is working in this regard. That's a great question. And we have an ongoing debate around web applications versus cloud applications versus mobile applications versus IoT. And what they all share in common is the software underpinning. And from my perspective, that's exactly where OWASP has always focused. And that's where we're strongest. We have a community of people who understand software security and, and are pushing that community forward. Um, there is a specific IoT working group and an and IoT top 10 and some very specific content that is actively developed in conjunction with industry. There are, um, there are companies that are contributing to that. I would also say that, that OWASP takes a collaborative view with a lot of other industry groups. And so we would, we, we see ourselves as a partner, experts in software security, and with access to a very large security community that can help some of the other people that are focusing in, like I am the cavalry and other 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 groups that are that are trying to address these problems in specific ways, um, we like to partner with those groups or, or, or work collaboratively. And so it's not so much that we own the issue as much as we want to contribute as much as we can. And we believe we have the fundamental community and skills to do that. Yeah, I think you guys are doing a great job with the organization and foundation. I mean, obviously, I've been a huge uh, proponent of what you guys are doing and really trying to work with you guys to collaborate more with the government and just, you know, provide overall help and, you know, moving and advancing your mission forward. And I wanted to say you guys are doing a great job in that regard. Oh, well, thank you. Matt, where do you see OWASP in the next three to five years? Uh, that is such a great question. Um and I would boil it down to one sort of very simple statement and then, and then I'll elaborate. I mean, look, OWASP needs to get, we need to bridge the community to software developers. We have people at Java One today, um, like literally this day that we're doing the interview, there are people at Java One spreading the word about OWASP, but we're not doing enough. Um, 
and our opportunity in terms of leveraging the community that we've built stands with reaching the software development community, which is changing very, very fast. I mean, I sort of like to step back and thank the people and think of the people who came before us, right? Like, so we have a current board and current projects, but, you know, think about Jeff Williams and Dave Wickers and Tom Brennan and Michael Coates and Jim Manico and all these people who were, were you know, building OWASP from the beginning, right? Now the OWASP top 10 are embedded in the PCI standard. And, you know, we were actively working on you know, IoT, cloud, um, DevOps projects, right? We have a, a vast array of, of people involved in different ways, right? And so we're in an ideal position to guide the industry forward. And it's really, I think, a question of whether we can jump that bridge into the development community and, and start to be comfortable there, have the community be really fundamentally integrated with the development community. You know, as a board, we're looking to think about, you know, how do we not grow 10% year over year in terms of membership? We're trying to think about, you know, how can we double or triple or quadruple our membership? How can we reach more people and not just a few more people, but, but a lot more people? And one of the things I think anybody in the industry can observe is that the the market is growing. The industry is changing. This is becoming a very mainstream common thing that people are worried about security and application security specifically. Um, and what, what I would like to see us do is bring people like Oracle and Facebook and Apple and Microsoft and all these companies that are, you know, employ, you know, tens of thousands of developers into um, a position where they're part of this community fundamentally. They have a seat at the table. They have people on the board. They have events specifically for them. And to me, that's the direction that we need to go. And it's it's a very difficult direction. It's not easy. Um, but thanks to all the work that came before on all the, the contributions of so many people over the years, I think we're actually uniquely positioned to go have a chance of succeeding at that. Hey, Matt, before I let you go, is there anything we missed that you would like to share about this year's event, AppSec USA 2016? I guess there are a couple things I'd like to share. So first of all, people often think of a conference as a place you go to hear talks or to sort of hear information. And, and it certainly is that. Um, they also think of it as a place to go to learn through the training. And it is that as well. Um, but there are also a number of events that are specifically designed to get people um, actively working and talking to each other. Um, and breaking down some of the problems that we face. And so um, there is a developer summit, which is where um, we're gonna have a bunch of developers and I'll be there um, working on specific OWASP projects. We'll be editing the wiki, we'll be um, doing some bug bounty work, we'll be actually getting our hands dirty together. And that's something that will help build community. There's also a project summit where people will work on their projects and talk about what's working, what's not for projects. Um, this is a great way to meet the contributors to the projects that you might be interested in and to roll your sleeves up and also get, get, get your hands dirty. There's also a leaders meeting for chapter leaders generally where we can share, you know, Oh, adopting meetup helped us grow our, our local constituency. Um, or um, this is how we handle sponsors. Those kinds of questions at a local level for chapters are addressed at the leaders meeting. And that can be a really great resource for people who are lead, new leaders, especially, but um, even existing ones. And I would also just add on Tuesday night, there's a, there's a board meeting. And so that's an opportunity. It's open to the public for everyone who's interested in the overall direction and strategy to see us in action, to, um, you know, 
even weigh in on what you what the direction you think we should go is um, on certain things. And so the agenda will be posted prior to the meeting, and you know you'll get to hear us debate. You know where should OWASP go next? Um, we'll be spending a lot of time at that meeting talking about the budget for 2017. And as many of us know, the budget turns out to be really where the rubber hits the road for directional change. So that's going to be an exciting thing. And you already mentioned the WIA networking events, but I would definitely encourage people to attend those or, or be involved with those to the extent that they can. Hey, Kevin, one thing I wanted to just add is, you know, AppSecs are run by a few staff from the OWASP Foundation, but really on the backs of local community OWASP volunteers. Um, and so I would just want to recognize those folks. Um, and there are too many to name here, but I just, I want to sort of project that thank you to those folks and mention explicitly that, that really they're the people who are behind um, AppSec DC. Yes, I'm looking forward to this year's event. I'm on a panel with uh, Dr. Anita D'Amico and Josh Corman. So we're talking about uh, Underwriters Lab, whether it's good or bad. So I think there's going to be a lot of great talks there. Hey, one last thing. Uh, for people who want to join OWASP, what information can you give them? So OWASP is a member-driven community. So membership is optional. Our foundational values are that all our content is open, all our training is open, all our you know, wiki is open, process is open. But we are member-driven. So when you join OWASP, it helps us to, to fund different kinds of activities, um, investments in websites and tools and projects, um, et cetera. And so I would certainly encourage people to consider becoming members. I'm a lifetime member. Um, and you can do that um, through our wiki, which is at um, OWASP.org. Hey, Matt, it's been great talking to you today, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you at AppSec USA next month. Likewise, I'm glad to uh, see, uh, looking forward to seeing our paths cross. Thank you. Take care. Well, I think we have to wrap it up here. We want to thank our guest today, Matt Conda. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in Cybersecurity Insights and Perspectives on FedScoot Radio with your host, Kevin Green. Until next time, peace.